welcome everyone to the Islanders Never Say Die podcast. I'm your host, TJ, and with me here, as always, is our NHL analyst and expert, the grumpy old man. They say there's no shame in his game because he is always the same. That's me. We are back after a little hiatus. We're back. We're back, grumpy. We're back. And, you know, one thing that never changes is TJ running late. <laughs> this is at 8 o'clock. Just why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us up front how this podcast works? Why don't you explain it to us? Yes. For those of you who are new, welcome to the show. We invite you to stick around a while. We invite you, a, a cordial invitation, to subscribe on YouTube, to like on Facebook, and to follow on Twitter. It's how you make sure you don't miss out on any of the action. This is a podcast that happens every single Wednesday and Saturday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You may what be time? looking down at the clock and saying, well, hold on a second. Right now, it's almost 10 Eastern Standard Time. I know we were late. We knew we were, I knew I was going to be a little late today. I didn't know how late. Um, but uh, yes, we were, we were running late today. Grumpy was the one who kept me so late. What? What? No. No, everyone knows that's not true. <laughs> Here's the thing. When I say things, people believe them because I'm truthful. You're just a bald-faced liar. Oh, is that really what it is, huh, Grumpy? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, oh, man. But, uh, man, it feels good to be back. We took a little bit of time off from this channel and uh, TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. So uh, got a chance to get our, our energy revved up, getting ready for this offseason. I mean, a lot's happened since the last podcast, Grumpy. The Rangers have been eliminated from the playoffs, obviously, so I don't have to worry about getting crucified. That's good news. Well, I, the biggest thing in Islander Kingdom was uh, Jim Hiller and John Gruden were both relieved of their duties as assistant coaches. See you later. Yeah. So much for keeping the band together. No uh, yeah. I guess he has a little bit different things in mind. Yes, he does. Which um, is fine. I mean, yes. whatever, whatever they did last year didn't work straight. I mean, there's, there's no, there's no debating that, um, you know, excuses aside uh, that being said we also do have a second podcast called tj and the grumpy old man that happens every thursday 9 p.m eastern standard time and every sunday at 8 p.m eastern standard time you could find that in the link in the description below or you can find that here as a featured page on youtube you could see here grumpy tj and the grumpy i'll zoom in for you too tj grumpy uh, tj and the grumpy old man you go ahead and hit the subscribe button to make sure you don't miss out on any of the action. Again, Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That's a podcast where we talk all things sports. We shoot the shit. I mean, we talk NHL. We talk NBA. We talk NFL. We talk college sports. We talk MLB. We talk anything and everything sports. And we have a most favorite fan segment, Grumpy, Fan Fights. Love them. And everyone who can look at this featured page on YouTube, look at how TJ, big letters, red, look at me, I'm TJ, I'm the star of the show, and then the little grumpy old man down underneath. <laughs> interesting, interesting. I'll be honest with you, somebody made it for us, and I was not saying no thank you. <laughs> so it's as simple as that, grumpy. Yeah, okay, whatever. Gotcha. And my internet may be a little spotty today. I was having a little trouble getting the Ethernet hooked up, so I have to look into that after the podcast. I didn't want to delay it any further. We couldn't be starting at 10, two hours late. I was expecting maybe one hour late, and of course, became one hour and 30 minutes. Now, this is a different setup for you. 
it looks like. Yes, this is a different setup. I know it looks pretty similar. You know, only see like two black areas here. But uh, yes, a little bit of a different setup. And no, it will not be always so oddly off-center. We're adding another one of these bookshelves here. My wife likes to read, so this is where the books go. Trust me, you'll see all the books on here. I read none of those, so don't have to uh, worry think, about that. I don't think uh, we're going out on a limb saying that, yeah, we don't think you like to read. Uh, <laughs> obviously, you don't even know how to read comments. <laughs> how did War and Peace end? Of course, DJ, they never even fought. I couldn't even tell you what the, the I obviously I assume that's about some sort of battle, but I couldn't tell you more than that about war and peace grump. Okay. Oh man. Oh man. I'll tell you. So if TJ read the Bible. The devil would come out winning at the end. That's all I'm saying with the way his he's reading to the end of Leviticus, his, his reading comprehension's a little lacking, shall we say? Oh man. I tell you, I tell you that that's, that's to say the least. Also another housekeeping item. Where are the NHL playoffs, ladies and gentlemen? The NHL finals, Stanley Cup finals, that is. So Grumpy and I are going to be doing something a little different as well during these Stanley Cup finals. Grump, I think we discussed this a little bit, but we're going to be going live during some of these NHL final games. Okay. That's fine with me. Yes. So to give you the schedule the games are going live in, by the way, we're live streaming during the first game, game one. It's a 3-3 tie between wow. Colorado and Tampa Bay. And Vasilevsky, Vasilevsky looked mighty weak on the first two goals. Really? Those were two bad goals to give up. They were down 3-1 to one going into the second period. I know that much. I'm thinking, Grumpy, this Saturday, we do the game. We cover the game because there might be a slow action. We, we can also talk about Islanders hockey during that. But we're going to talk specifically about we could cover that game and do the live stream. We'll cover this Saturday's game which is June the 18th. We'll cover this Monday's game, which is June the 20th. We will then proceed to cover Friday's game, which is going to be uh, June the 24th. That would be game five if necessary. We'll cover game six, which will be a Sunday, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That'll be June the 26th. And if they have a game seven, you better well damn bet we'll cover game seven, June the 28th on a Tuesday. You will also see guest appearances from uh, show regulars there, Andy Francis, as well as Phil Fax. So you also happen to see them on the show as well, Grump. Oh, I know you're going to have to go ahead and take some sort of caffeine pill to keep you up when Phil's on the show, Grumpy. I, I oh, he is him. so boring. <laughs> oh, good gracious, man. Good gracious. I tell you, over this time period, right, we were on break. We were on holiday, Grumpy, taking a little vacation. I still, I've just been boning up on the NHL draft. And you know what? I feel like I'm going to be in a situation on draft night or maybe a few days beforehand to where I'm going to be utterly disappointed because we are going to be trading away our first round pick. I just had that feeling. I've got that gut feeling kind of gets you an upset stomach a little bit. You go, Ugh. I don't believe in trading, trading away first round picks. We all know that particularly if it's not going to make much of a difference. I just want to touch on some things since you've been gone for so long. And I know I've been sending you information as it happens, but I've gotten, of course, no correspondence from TJ whatsoever. I don't know if he read any of these things I sent him. Bruce Cassidy wound up getting fired from Boston, and he was like yeah. almost immediately hired by Vegas. What does that say about Barry Trotz? I mean, he interviewed in Vegas. I guess they didn't feel he was a fit with a team that has uh, the possibility to contend for a Stanley Cup. I tell you. I mean, Cassidy's a good coach. 
Cassidy, though, I'll say, has really put the. Hey, I'll, I'll be honest with you. For Cassidy's career, this is good. I mean, Boston's on the way. I think Boston's on the way down. Personally, I was gonna. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't. I think we're gonna make the playoffs next year. Maybe as the eighth seed or seventh. But I think we will because I think Boston's going to take a tumble. I'm just looking at the guys that they're talking about. None of them have NHL coaching experience. I mean, none of them. You think Lane Lambert was a reach? I'm looking at some of these names. I'm like, who the hell are these guys? And they're going to be in for a period of transition. Now, Bruce Cassidy's a really, really good coach. Six straight years making the playoffs. He got fired after the making making the playoffs this year. So, you know. No results. No, no real results. Another grumpy. I'm going to use the restroom, but I want you to continue to talk and I will listen. I'll bump up the volume on my computer. I'll listen to what you're saying. I'll be back. Okay. Again, TJ just started the podcast not 10 minutes ago and he already has to go to the bathroom. He has some health issues. I'm serious. I don't know what they are. I honestly don't even care at this point, but he needs to catheterize himself or have a little bucket that he can pee in during the show because this is, this is unacceptable. Uh, some of the other news going around, it seems like there's a frenzy of the Islanders wanting to give away Oliver Wallstrom and first-round draft picks and every other young prospect young prospect that we have in the minors for uh, Kevin Fiala. The more I'm thinking about Kevin Fiala, he's the last guy that I want. He's done nothing in the playoffs the last couple of years. I don't want a guy like that on the team. Sorry. Uh, he's small. He's slight. I'd much rather have Johnny Gaudreau, honestly. I don't, I mean, Fiala got hot the last month or two of the season in a contract year. As everyone knows, that's a big red flag for me. And I don't want Kevin Fiala, particularly because you have to give up assets as well as sign him to a big contract extension. So that's a no-go for me. I'm all in on Johnny Gaudreau, honestly. That's the guy that I want. And if you really want to make a trade, um, Oliver Wallstrom's off the table for me. I'm sorry. He's not a guy I'm looking to move. Um, there are other guys that are guys that I'd be willing to move, like Anthony Bavillier, but I'm not getting rid of a 21-year-old sniper. Not happening. Um, maybe in a trade for Chikrin or somebody else of, the, of that ilk. Uh, but it has to be a legit top four defenseman, as we've talked about numerous times before. I did read an article um, from Kevin Kurtz of The Athletic, and he was bringing about, you know, corners, you know, who – is at risk of uh, like a roster set up for next year. Locks to stay. He had, uh, you know, Sorokin and Dobson as young cornerstones. Agree with that. Then Locks to say core pieces tier. And he had Adam Pellick, Ryan Pulak, Matt Barzell, Brock Nelson, and Anders Lee. And the reason he gave for Anders Lee, and here's the thing, I agree with most all of those, with the exception of Anders Lee, particularly but the reason that he gave why Anders Lee should be somebody who who's like a core piece, because he's the captain and there's no way the Islanders would risk upending their culture by dealing away the most important player in that regard. I'm sorry. I could care less. If this team, if the culture of this team is dependent on Anders Lee being there, we're not in that good of shape. I'm sorry. He underproduces every year. And here's the thing. It might be difficult to move him, but he's certainly not, in my opinion, a core piece of this team. He just isn't. If I could move him and today, I would have moved him yesterday. Uh, I, I just, it was the same thing. I remember a couple of years ago when Tavares left and Arthur Staple did a, you know, what do you want to do with blah, blah, blah. 
and someone suggested, how about moving Anders Lee? He's like, well, you couldn't lose your captain two years in a row. What kind of message does that send? Well, you know what the message it sends to me? We're trying to make this team better. We don't give a shit if you've been on the team for 100,000 years. It doesn't matter. It's about producing and performing. Anders Lee doesn't do that. He's never done that with the exception of the year that he played with John Tavares. He was really good with John Tavares. If John Tavares was still here, yes, I'd keep Anders Lee. They're a good match. There is no match for Anders Lee on this team right now. Just is none. And as far as Brock Nelson goes, I would keep him right now, you know, because, I mean, we do supposedly want to contend next year. But if things go south during the season, he's a prime guy to move at the deadline, in my opinion. I want to talk a little bit. You'd mentioned about Kevin Fiala. I know you said you're not big on Kevin Fiala. It, it kind of just depends on what the asking price is. Again, uh, a trusted source we have was able to, again, nobody knows with Lou Lamarillo. The feeling is amongst pro scouts that Lou may trade the first pick, may trade the first round pick. Again, nobody has any freaking idea, though. He did go ahead. He or she did go ahead and tip us in on because, again. How many women? Hold on. Hold on. How many woman sources do we have on the show? I'm going to say it's none. We have so, female listeners, Grumpy. I want to say 99.999% of all listeners of the Anders Never Say Die podcast and TJ and the Grumpy Old Man are females. That's because I'm on the show. But here's the thing. That's not the source of this story. You can say it's a guy because it is not a woman. Don't okay. lie. Don't even don't even lead the people on. Nobody believes you. Nobody believes you when you try to you know. Oh, let me play KGTJ. Woo! It doesn't work. No. So, <laughs> uh, well, again, you know, they don't know. Obviously, um, nobody really has a feeling on that. But more people are leaning towards they're probably trading that first round pick. Also, heard that they are if they are more than willing to part ways with William DeFore. If that's a piece, right, that needs to be included, and I'm not, I'm not opposed to that either, right? Now let me ask you this, Grumpy. Let's say Kevin Fiala costs something like William DeFore a first and plus another middle tier prospect. Would you be willing to do that? That changes my outlook. If we're able to keep uh, Oliver Wallstrom and we don't have to go ahead and part ways with Atu Ratu and give up a first William DeFore and some other prospect, like a, I don't know, a set, some other prospect, name it as long as they're not. Atu Ratu or, you know, a young guy like Oliver Walsh. I think I'm more in favor of a deal like that. Okay. I'm not a fan of Kevin Fiala. Just not. Sorry. Not at all. No. He's a little pissant. No physicality <laughs> to his game. Sorry. And I, once again, you show up the last two months uh, in your contract year. But, yeah, no thank you. He's an, he's, a, he's, a, he's an okay regular season player. That's what he is. I'd want Johnny Gaudreau. I don't want to have to give up because you're going to need defensemen too. You got to move some forwards. You're going to have to pick up a, a top four defenseman, and then you go. Then I'm going after Johnny Gaudreau. I'm going hard after him. I'm offering him big money. We have the money. Anyone who tells you any different, it, they're it's they're foolish. They don't know what they're, they're talking not creative. About. They think in this little square box. Yeah. Like no one could get moved off of this team. Well, guess what? To bring Every in a forward of our team is consequential, Grumpy. If we lose one player, we're finished. We're done. Yeah, I just like I said, for me, anytime I don't you're gonna have to give up assets to get a top four defenseman. Just gonna have to do that. You don't no. have enough assets to get a top four defenseman and a Kevin Fiala 
uh, in a trade. trade for a top four defenseman and trade yes. for Kevin Fiala. Yes, you do not have enough assets, not enough movable assets, unless you want to. But then you're not going Maybe to blow it trade up away this year's first round pick and next year's first round pick, Grumpy. Wouldn't that just be fantastic? That's a fireable offense of Lou Lamarillo on the spot. No, sorry, that trade's not going through when he's gone. That that <laughs> no, sorry. I don't care that you're 950 years old. This franchise is going to go on long after you're dead. So you cannot be <laughs> trading our whole future array away for some panty waste uh, winger who can fit with Matt Barzell but won't do anything in the playoffs. We got enough of those guys on the team, Anders Lee. Oh, man, oh, man. Brock Nelson. Um, and, and I do want to mention something really quickly here, Grumpy. Scott L., happy birthday, Scott L. Happy birthday. We got a little happy, happy birthday, birthday there. Scott. You know, Scott, I love Scott. I love his picture. He's never one of the, one of the early listeners, Grumpy, of this show, if you remember. That's right. One of the first, and he's a, that, that legendary picture. Never changed it. Just love it. Happy birthday, Scott. Absolutely. Happy birthday. And the reason I think that we are so opposed and I'll make this, I'll make this point, you know, as, as clear as we can to trading this year's first round pick. I think when you're sitting at spot, when you're sitting in the mid to early teens, you're always going to have one guy who falls. Think about Matt Barzal. He was a guy in a situation, right? He was injured his draft class year, but fell to the Islanders. And the Islanders were able to get a real deal. I mean, the Islanders are drafting right now at 13th. And, and you look at this year's draft, right? You think to yourself, okay, you could easily have, let's say people look in defense, right? You could see Kevin Korchinski, right? He may go early, right? He may go before that 13. You may start to see a rush on defenseman. The Pavel uh, Minyakovic, or Minyakovic. I can't pronounce her name, but Pavel Minyukov. That's how I think you pronounce it. I you, may said- or, you may start to see a lot of these defensemen go early, right? You may have one of those forwards that fall to you, right? I've seen Brad Lambert all over the board. I've seen guys like, um, like Gecky all over the boards. I've seen you may have a gem that falls to you. If you preemptively trade the pick before it's your spot to draft, I think that you just completely eschew the ability that you could find a real steal in the draft. That's that's one of those things where I'm like, if you could wait, say everybody you want and valued highly is off the board at that time period, and you could then make the trade, sure, do it. I don't want to see us preemptively making a move before draft day or of the draft day before our pick. You have no idea who is going to be on the board at that point. Somebody will drop. Somebody will drop. They, every single year, players drop. Every single year. Yes. And I, and here's the thing. I don't want to give away a first-round pick because guess what? We don't have anybody in our farm system. Maybe Atu Ratu. Maybe. I'm going to tell you what. It's not Simon Holmstrom. That much I can guarantee you. I've seen him play. He blows out loud. He sucks. For a guy who's played three years in the AHL, he sucks. Okay? Josh Bailey 2.0 is an insult to Josh Bailey. Let me just put it to you that way. That's how bad he was when I watched him in back-to-back games. He is not good enough. Maybe, maybe, maybe on his best day, a third-line winger. Maybe. Maybe. He's got no toughness. He won't go to the front of the net. He, I mean, he looks, he's looking for a home run pass periodically. That's it. And he gets bullied. They run him and he's got no fight. I'm sorry. He's, like I said, Josh, I called him Josh Bailey 2.0 on draft night. 
I'm sticking with that. Just because I hate Josh <laughs> Bailey so much, and it's an insult to him. Jesus Christ. But Ratu, Ratu looked like he had the ability to play. You mentioned William DeFore earlier. I don't think he's that good a skater. That's why he needs to work on skating. Well, if he can't skate at this level, I'm sorry. And once again, he's a prospect. He's a guy who's never played in the bigs, never played in the AHL. He's an overage junior, and he had a great year. He's up for league MVP. But still, is that going to stop me from getting a high-end talent? No, not at all. Here's the thing, too, about William DeFore. Has a fantastic year in the queue. Again, the queue is a freaking gallery range for shooters and scores. It just is. You'll say, oh, well, he set the record for the St. John Sea Dogs. He broke Jonathan Huberto's record for most points in a season. Yeah, he's overaged, right? I don't want to take anything away because he did score a lot of goals and assist on a lot of goals. That being said, if you feel like he doesn't have the skating, you should know him better than any other team knows him. You should know, hey, skating's a big weakness of his. We think he's capped out on skating. We look at his stride, right? There's certain areas he just won't be able to improve on with his stride, right? There's certain spots where he'll have hitches and he just won't be able to improve that regarding his game, right? You should know that. And if that's a guy, right, now's the time to sell high on him. I, I yeah. don't disagree with that. I It wouldn't be shocked at all. If he has value, move a guy like that and it's funny right because we usually say keep the prospects keep the young guys yeah you got to be able to skate in order to play in the nhl though very true very very true mm. yeah scrumpy so you know i we're not we're not in favor of trading this first round pick as we've mentioned plenty other times but grump let me ask you this who are you eyeing if we keep our pick right because man the nhl draft is right around the corner what is it grumpy like two three weeks away um. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think yeah, something like three July, somewhere in July, beginning of July, I believe. It's gotta be. It's gotta be like three weeks away. Yeah. Okay. Let me I'll ask you, who are you eyeing? Have you done research? Who are you looking for, Grumpy, at that spot? I want a high end forward. That's a uh, forward who can skate. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, someone's gonna drop to us that we don't expect to. Someone will drop. You know, there's some guys who are kind of all over the board. Someone will drop to us. I don't want a defenseman. Just don't. Why don't I want a defenseman? Okay, look at who you have. You got Pellick. You got Pulak. They're they're cemented in there for the next six, seven years, right? The both of them. You got Dobson, 21 years old. He's going to be cemented there. Whoever you pick up as your other top four defenseman is going to be cemented there. You're going to need bottom pair. You're going to need bottom pair help. Easily replaceable, right? I mean, where's our greatest need? It's forwards. It's guys who can put the puck in the net. Guys who can skate. We're the slowest team in the league with no offensive ability except for one guy. One guy on the whole team. So we have one guy in the, in the forward group. One guy. The whole forward group, one guy. We need more of those guys. The only defenseman I would even consider is Pavel Minyakov. That's the only one. I'm not looking at Korchinski. I'm not looking at Matt and Chuck. I'm not looking at those guys, right? Matt and Chuck, a smaller guy, 5'11", right? 5'11", defenseman. Not looking for a small guy like that. He is quicker, right? He's more of an offensive-minded defenseman. That's technically a type of player that, you know, potentially we do need that we're looking to trade for or acquire via free agency this offseason. But, you know, when I'm looking at 
Pavel Minyakov. He, I think he just he transferred from forward a year or two years ago, and they looked at his development. He's a guy who's really shot up the boards this year. He's a guy who's performed extremely well under a full year, right? Because last year was with COVID. He was going through that transition of position, and then he played really well with a year under his belt. That's a guy where I could say you could really find yourself a gem. That's why I wouldn't be shocked if a guy like that shoots up the board and gets way overdrafted. He's sitting at number seven or eight, or somebody really reaches on him, and then you start to see maybe a little bit, okay, Minyakov goes, and then you see maybe Korchinski goes, and you start to see a few defensemen, right? Because those are the top three defensemen in this year. Or those are those are three big defensemen, I'm sorry. The best defenseman, uh, Nimick. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, like, you might Nimick's start Nimick's one, be gone. a one-on defenseman. I was going to say, but you might see a run on those three guys, and you might start to see a few forwards drop, right? And that's best case scenario for us. Don't even give us the opportunity or option to pick a defenseman, to be quite frank. Here's the thing. The guy you mentioned who just is just learning how to play defense, absolutely not. He's the last guy in the world I'd want on this team. So he doesn't really know how to play defense because he's been a winger his whole life. No, sorry. How does that work with the way our team is run? A guy who's never played def- played defense for one year? No, no, two years. I think it's two years. He played for two years, or maybe it's three. He he used he was naturally a forward. He played forward. Maybe he played forward when he was young and a young teenager and made the transition from defense. It wasn't like this is a kid who's been playing defense since the beginning of his date of birth, and he's been playing that position the whole time. Okay, um, I, I don't want a defenseman. I just okay. don't. I just don't. We. I mean, you have Robin Sallow who can easily step in and plays our style of hockey. You're going to have to replace Scott Mayfield. He will not be re-signed next year. He's just going to cost too much. He should have been traded. Uh, here's the thing. I guarantee you he'll be traded the deadline next year. If we're not firmly entrenched in a playoff spot, he's a guy that has to be moved. Same with Semyon Varlamov. Those are the type of guys who should be moved, maybe even this offseason if you have to. Anything to – restock the cupboards, anything to make the big team better. I mean, Scott Mayfield, as much as, and then you know I love him. Everyone on the show knows how much I like Scott Mayfield. He's a bottom-pairing defenseman for us. He's a guy who's worth a lot to some other team, Toronto perhaps. I mean, how about a package to get a William Nylander? Now that's something I could get behind, honestly. Not a Kevin Fiala, not that little pissant. But a William Nylander, absolutely, I'm all for that. All all I'll say is this, Grumpy. (laughs) I know you're not looking for defense, right? If certain guys fall, I'm all down for it. That's a guy who's more of a high-risk, high-reward type of item. You know, you say you want fast. I mean, he's a fast defenseman. He's a defenseman that does provide offensive pop. He's a guy who's, you know, he who does a right. He's a big, he's a bigger guy. I think he's six one, six two. You know, he's a guy who can go ahead and play a little bit on both sides, Grump. And I think that's if a guy like that is sitting around and you say, mm, maybe the forward group isn't what we wanted. We don't like him because he can't skate. We don't like the big rig. We don't like Gecky because he's a little slower, six four. He's more of a big power forward. We don't like somebody like that. You know, it just kind of depends on the situation. I, I'll be very interested to see who falls. There will be somebody who falls to us. I freaking guarantee you that. If we keep our pick, somebody will fall to us in that spot. Just it's not like on. every single player based off of ranking goes one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. It's just not how it goes. You see a lot of teams that reach all over the place, and some teams didn't like the way a kid interviewed or didn't like what their scouts saw on tape and didn't like what they saw in person, and a kid might slip. 
There will be somebody who falls. We have to make sure we exit. It's the same thing that happened to Atu Ratu last year. It won't be as severe as Atu Ratu dropping to the second round, but you've seen what happens when you're able to target a guy who slips and falls and you're able to you know, acquire that guy. You've seen what it is. I mean, you've seen how valuable a guy like Atu Ratu could be that you snag in the second round. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you're talking first round pick, you're looking for more of a short thing. I mean, and I've always said, if the first round, you should get somebody who you could really target. Yeah, this guy can contribute. Not a Simon Holmstrom. You know, everyone said, man, he's a second round pick at best. Injury, injury prone, his whole his old junior career. Picked him in the first round. And then you look at the guys directly underneath him. Scoring in the NHL. This guy is not even going to sniff the NHL next year. Mark my words. He will not play for the Islanders next year. I wanted him to play for the Islanders at the tail end of the season. He would have embarrassed the whole organization if they would have called him up. He's terrible. Is it that and worse? He's, he's he's terrible. I'm sorry. He just because uh, I was looking at him. That I wanted to look at the young guys. I didn't give a crap about the older guys. I wanted to look at the younger players. Parker Witherspoon. <clears throat> nope. Sorry. Uh, Van de Sample. He was okay. Grant Hutton was good. Salo was pretty good. Ratu was good. Um, McLean was really good. Those are the type of guys I'm looking at. Simon Holmstrom, no, he blows. Sorry. McLean? You mean McMichael? No, McLean. McLean, the Islanders. Uh, John McLean's son. And I don't even think he's under contract for next year. With hold, on, hold on, hold on. John McLean, what? John McLean's son used to play for the Devils. Playing for Bridgeport. I talked okay. about him. Oh, gotcha. I remember. Okay. I do remember you. I do remember you mentioning him. For whatever reason, when I'm thinking John McClain, I'm thinking movie star. Yeah. Well, that's Bruce Willis. John McClain was a character that he played in Die Hard, but that's okay. Ah, that's why it's ringing a bell. I'm like, why the hell is John McClain sounding like something I've seen in movies? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but like I said, McClain looked good. Some guys look good and look like, okay, this guy's got a shot. Simon Holmes from not one of those guys. And here's the thing. It's not like it's his first year in the league, in the AHL. Not like he was just there, you know, for three or four weeks, like Atu Ratu. No, he's been there for three freaking years. And they baby fed this kid and given him every single opportunity. Sorry, he's not going to make it. Like I said, best case scenario, third line winger. That's best case. Best case scenario is somebody loves him and we include him in a trade this offseason. That's best if, case scenario, Grumpy. Somebody overvalues him, just like somebody overvalued Griffin Reinhardt years ago. I'm just going to say that if somebody needed Simon Holmstrom as an add-in piece, see you later. No, oh, Okay. Oh, really? He's the guy you want? Let's think about. Oh, yeah. No problem. Let's make that deal. He's not an impediment to any deal being made. Not at How all. would that go, If I'm calling you up and saying, hey, Lou, you know, we've got a first rounder. We've got William DeFore. And I think the guy we want is Simon Holstrom. Is that something you're willing to do? And who am I getting back? You're getting back. Kevin Fiala. This is like a Kevin Fiala. Oh, I don't. I don't want the piss ant. I don't want the piss ant. <laughs> okay, whoever the hell you want. Let's. Okay. It's. <sighs> shit, Grumpy. That's not his gonna... name is piss ant. He's the piss ant. I'm just trying to throw a situation. I'm just saying Minnesota needs more prospects is what they're looking for. So I think it kind of geared more towards them. Can, can I just can I just say one thing about the whole Fiala thing? You know, it's great to, you know, roster bait on how we're going to, you know, get <laughs> roster Kevin Fiala. Bait. That's, that's exactly what we're doing, too, is roster baiting. I know. I know. 
But if Minnesota really wants to get maximum value for the Pissant, they'll move him to other teams. There's other teams that are in better uh, situations prospect-wise who can pick up the Pissant, without a doubt. I want Johnny Gaudreau. Then you can then you can make a hockey trade to get yourself that uh, top forward left-hand shot defenseman. That's what you want. That's what you want. You sign a high, uh, a high-level free agent like a Johnny Gaudreau, even more than Forsberg. I want Johnny Gaudreau. I just do. And I apologize, and- guy. Oh, real quickly, I apologize. I know I've been getting a lot of social media messages. When I was on vacation, I wasn't looking at them. When I come back, I've been sick since, so I haven't had a chance to look at any of them. I told Grumpy, I said, Grumpy, when I get back, I said, I got back on sat late Saturday evening. I said, on Sunday, Grumpy, I'm gonna start messaging. We're gonna start getting our guest guest schedule set up. I didn't do any of that. I didn't do anything that I was trying to get done this weekend. I just been sick, sick to my stomach the last last few days. So have been unable to to manage to do that. Been sleeping a lot of hours, but yes, we will be doing that soon. I will be responding back to all the messages as well. And I just want to let everyone know I'm going to see the Lightyear movie today, even though I heard there's a homosexual kiss in a PG movie. I don't I don't get that at all. So I'm going to watch that movie. Next week, I'm going to see Elvis, which I'm dying to see. And Black Phone, I think, is another movie that's that's out there. At least that's that's what the people are telling me. So I'm going to go Black see Phone? Black Phone, I think. Black Phone. Black Phone. Phone. How, is like, it, how expensive is it to go to the movies? For me, it's free. No, you go for free. But do you know how much the tickets are? Do you ever inquire with the people? Okay. Why would I? I go to get in for free, free popcorn, free drink, free whatever I want. That's why, why I like it. Is, is it because they know you're the grumpy old man? Is that why you get in for free, Grump? Um, they know me. I'm very popular. <laughs> I don't think they're giving out free tickets because you're popular. They know me. I'm very popular. Like, hell yeah. I get calls. Hey, we're doing advanced screening of this. Do you want to come? Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Who do you know, Grumpy, that gives you free movie tickets? Important people. Important people. You don't want to out them. I understand, Grumpy. You people, don't want them to work control. in the movie business. People work in the movie business. I get to see people the work in the business. The business, Grumpy. People work in the business. Oh, man. Oh, man. The movie business. Yes. So we talked. Go ahead. Yeah. I'm just saying, I saw what I see last week. I saw something else last week. I can't. You saw Top Gun a while ago. Remember you telling Top me Gun? about that? So far, Top Gun's probably the best movie I've seen. I was hoping something would happen at the end. It didn't, uh, which I, but you know, I'm, I'm thinking differently as I get a little bit older. You know, I want to, I want, you know, what I want impact in my movies. I don't want to look for another sequel. I want things to end at some point in time. So, uh, oh man, all righty, Grumpy. All righty. I, I can't tell you I watch any movies, so I don't watch well, cinema. Really? We know your synopsis is pretty bad. Hey, you want to know what? I did listen to the radio today. Not on a Friday, because I was like, okay. I did listen to the radio, though, Grumpy. I was jamming away some radio on the, on the, on the, on the way home from work today. Oh so, God. treat myself. A little treat yourself. Um, <laughs> that being said, we talked a little bit about what, what we're thinking with the draft, what we want to do with the pick. Um, again, you know, I, there will be somebody who falls to us. We'll take a little bit of a deeper dive as we get closer, exactly who we think could fall, perhaps, and what strengths and weaknesses are. And we'll make a case as to why we would want the Islanders, if they're, that guy's on the board, the Islanders to draft them. That being said, you mentioned and talked a little bit about 
Bruce Cassidy leaving town. And you mentioned a little bit about how come Barry Trotz hasn't signed anywhere yet, Grumpy. You mentioned that, right? Does he want to coach anymore? Right? You know, Winnipeg offered him. Philadelphia offered him. I mean, he interviewed at Vegas. I don't know if Vegas didn't want him or if he turned him down. I mean, I think they did better off with Bruce Cassidy than, than uh, Barry Trotz, to be honest with you. I mean, that's a coup for Vegas. You know I'm not a big Peter DeBoer fan. Bruce Cassidy's a good coach. I would have loved to see him come to our team, honestly. You want to see some real talk? He's not afraid to rip veterans or young players. You don't perform, you get ripped. You don't perform, you sit. Josh Bailey, Anders Lee. Sorry, that's just the way it goes. I realize that Lou knows they got all these old guys in, who live in the beer league all these years. We got to, you know, smooth their little egos because they all live in the same cul-de-sac or whatever it is. But Bruce Cassidy would upset the apple cart a little bit. That's a good move by Vegas. Oh, my goodness gracious. Uh, I, I think it was, you know, I know you're not a Peter DeBoer fan. I think that Cassidy there is a good move, I think, for all parties. I said before, right, I think Cassidy got out right at the right time. He he got released at the right time. I mean, like that that Boston, I know you said that, and you annexed it saying you think the Islanders are going to make the playoffs next year. I think Boston is on the way down. I think Boston's goalie situation, if they fully commit to Swayman, will be better. But I think they're going to be a team that they've got a lot of work to do. Boston has got a, there's a lot of teams that have a lot of work to do. Boston in the past hasn't been a team that has a lot of work to do. I would argue now Boston's one of those teams that, you know, in the offseason, they've got quite a bit of work to do. I mean, Bergeron leaving is a huge hole. Is Marshawn leaving as well? You know what I mean? Like you wonder those type of things. Who's leaving, you know, based off of the way they exited the ice on that playoff series when they got when they got beaten. Um, I'm just gonna say that uh Bergeron might leave. Marchand's not going anywhere. I think they're looking at some of these younger coaches. Um, and uh, I think they are because they, I mean, Cassidy likes to play his veterans too. Don't get that. Don't, don't mix that up. He likes to play his veterans too, but they are, I think they're going with the youth movement. Do they have the right young pieces? I have no idea. You like this one, Grumpy? Thanks for that, Drew. I figured you'd like this because it's an oldie, Grumpy. This is Bugs Bunny. You know who oh, he really? Is. is that Bugs Bunny? I didn't know. You know who that is where he goes, no. 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 I want Johnny Goudreau. Lou Lamarillo says, no, Grumpy. He says, no. no. Um, uh, Kind of shifting gears. I don't know, right? If Barry Trotz didn't want to coach, why is he interviewing for head coaching positions? Doesn't make sense. If you don't want to coach, why are you interviewing? It's not just one head coaching position. Interviewed three different freaking places, at least. Interviewed in Vegas, interviewed from Philadelphia, and interviewed in Winnipeg. If you didn't want to coach, you're not taking interviews all over God's creation. Sorry, you can't convince me otherwise. Maybe he wants a coach, but he wants it at a certain price. He wants a certain dollar amount. Oh, you saw what I did with the Islanders. I need a certain Maybe he wants a certain dollar amount. Maybe he's looking for the perfect scenario. I don't know. Maybe he's trying to wait until the right, right opportunity comes around. I have no idea. But you don't interview for three head coaching positions if you have no intention on coaching again. I just call BS on that. Okay, that's fine. I mean, it's like, no I'm, I'm glad he's gone. I'm glad he's gone out of here. If you like, if you're retiring, Grumpy, you said, I'm going to interview for three different jobs. I'm just going to see what's out there. Maybe I won't well, retire. You know something? I did that. 
I want to see what people had to offer. As soon as I retired, I got a couple offers. I'm like, mm, no. <laughs> you can put up the Bugs Bunny picture. No. No. But uh, I, I listened. I listened. Nothing wrong with listening. Oh, I think he good. does. I think he does want to get hired, though. I just, I don't, I don't know you what he's thinking. I don't okay. care. Most people, most people do not interview for additional jobs if they don't want it. I'm glad he's gone out of here. That's all I'm saying. We were not going to win under him, period. Yep. He got the most out of this team. That's why I'm saying the team needs to change. Wasn't the, it's um, not, not the coach. Here. Now, Alexander sent us here a message saying that uh, rejected. Philadelphia offered Barry Trotz a multi-year contract with seven-plus million dollars of salary. He declined. I don't know who the source is on that, but. I mean, come on. What's wrong with you? I don't know. Here's the, here's the other thing, too. Philly's got a long freaking way. It's yeah. not like, okay, he gets there and he turns Philly around. I know he did that with the Islanders. Jesus, there is no... It's not like with Philadelphia. It's not like, oh, they play defense at some times, but just had an offensive-minded coach that abandoned all defensive structure. No. Philadelphia hasn't played defense since the freaking inception of the team. There always been an offensive-minded, very little structure in the defensive zone. You want to talk? Maybe he's worried about health complications that could happen. He says it can't be seven million if I'm going to Philly. I'm going to need a heart transplant. I'm going to need. I'm going to need to have a, a double bypass because of the heart attacks I'm going to have with the lack of defensive structure that the Philadelphia defense is giving. He's going to need so many surgeries and so many off days. He said it's going to have to be more than seven. It's got to be ten million. A day, ten million a year, Grump. Uh, I'll put it to you this way. If you got a Philadelphia, you got to have a damn brain transplant. Play for that shithead. I was to say, maybe he doesn't want to have to deal with the Philly fans. <laughs> yeah, believe me. he's not. It's not going to be powder puff town like it is at the Islanders. You're Let great, Barry. Everything Absolutely you do is fantastic. He might, not let, he might let not last six months there. If they don't I win. Phil did send me something, too, saying that uh, there's Winnipeg is offering Barry Trotz free beer for life. Some some uh, local brewery, oh, did that kind of like what uh, what Blue Line uh, the what Bagel Blue Company Line did with John Tavares, right? Yeah. The Bagel Company did with uh, John Tavares. Blue Line Deli, good big good bagels too, Grumpy. You and I had one of their bagels. Good bagels at Blue Line Deli. Do you not remember, work. Grumpy? We were at a meetup. It didn't work. I'm what saying those mean? things don't work. Oh, maybe well, Barry likes maybe Barry likes vodka. I don't know. Maybe Give beer free shots, free vodka shots. Every time every shots comes in, I just find it interesting. He turned down seven million plus a year. I I could I haven't seen that anywhere. The offer. So I was like, I, I haven't had a chance to look again. I'm out of the loop on those. I, that seems like a lot of money. Um, I, again, I couldn't tell you because I'm not up to date on that. Maybe that is correct. Maybe that's not correct. But I mean, like Philly has a lot. I think Philly, if you're a coach of Barry Trotz Echelon, you're not looking at Philly. I know he interviewed there, but that I feel like has to be one of the worst cases. I'm not trying to shit on Philly or anything like that. That has to be one of the worst case scenarios for for him and his system. Simple as that. They've always been a heavy four check, heavy offensive attack. Even under Lane Vigneault, they were like that. And now Barry Trotz is going to come here and he's going to say, slog it out defense. We need to win games two to one. We all need to worry about defensive structure. We need to worry about fighting for every inch. Does it seem like Philly does that? Have they, they done don't that have enough, recently? They, they don't have enough 30-year-olds on that team to please Barry Trotz. He looked at the makeup of the team and says, Man, these guys are 24, 25 years old. 
I ain't coaching those guys. Give me some 40 or 45 year olds. Give me some 40 year olds I can throw back on defense to get walked around. You know what? I saw a tweet. I saw a tweet that said, no, I'm not saying the Islanders should bring back Zdeno Chara, but he was, I think he said, either the or one of the most underrated Islanders this last year. And I, I literally just laughed my ass off, Grumpy. I couldn't contain myself. And this is, again, I, 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 my gosh, I, I was blown away by it. Somebody who works, somebody who works in that sphere, who works in the sphere of talking about the Islanders tweeted something like that. And I was just like, uh, maybe you're watching a different Big Z than I was. Maybe you were just completely closing your eyes every time Big Z was. Big Z was good for at least one or two freaking walk arounds every single night. Every single night, it completely walked around and provided either a two on one or a one on zero against the goalie every freaking night. It was without without question. He did some things very well. Right, he did a good job of being physical. Did a good job of being a guy who was an energy guy. Did a good job of swinging games with fights. Not denying that, but when you're talking about defensive play, holy shit, he was abominable. And he played top four minutes for us. I, I wouldn't call him the most underrated Islanders or one of the most underrated Islanders. I mean, he kind of got what he got and deserved what he got regarding praise and hatred. He should have got moved at the deadline. That's what should have. Was that? Was that? He should have got moved at the deadline. That's what he should have got. He's certainly not underrated. If anything, anyone who thinks he was great last year overrated him. He was he was a poor defenseman, just was. Nothing about what he's been and what he's been to the sport, but at the end of his at the end, you know, at 45 years old, just not good enough anymore. Not, no harm, nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with saying that. He's certainly not underrated, though. Mm. Yeah. I mean, when you look really quickly, and I hate to harp on this one more time, if you look at Philly's defense, do you think when he hears the names like Ivan Provorov, Ristolainen, Cam York, Atard, uh, Sanhine, and freaking Ryan Ellis, do you think he goes, oh, wow, those are guys that are going to play defense for me? Or does he think, oh, wow, those are guys who are going to be up the ice mentality 24-7? You know, Cam York, at his small stature, is never going to be a guy who, oh, I'm playing more of a defenseman, defenseman, a defensive defenseman role. Ryan Ellis in his career, even back in Nashville and years past, he's never been, I'm going to play more of a defenseman, defenseman role. Neither has Sanheim, neither has Provorov. You just kind of think to yourself, I'm like, ooh, I don't think it's a good fit there. Maybe they all will drink the Barry Trotz juice for the first year or two. I just find it highly unlikely. Yeah. I Like I said, Philadelphia sucks. I'm happy about that. Really happy. But, you know, there's something we really need to talk about, TJ. How you, before you left, you were espousing how you thought that you were rooting for the Rangers to beat the Tampa Bay Lightning because you thought it would be worse for Islanders fans if Tampa Bay advanced over the Rangers. And what did I say? You're a moron. I think is exactly what I said. Um, I said this. I said if Tampa wins another cup, the three cups, and we've gone down this already. We spent hours on this conversation already. I don't think there's any need to rebring it up. No, but we I'll don't. We don't. We don't. I'm just going to say you're the only person who said that. No one has said that. I don't C know said that. Who? Christopher C. And the many TJ fans and supporters on this show all agree with me, Grumpy. Awesome. I think every single supporter of this show agreed with me 100%. They would rather see the Rangers beat Tampa Bay than Tampa Bay win another cup. But here's the thing. We don't have to worry about that. The Rangers are out of the pitchers. Now we could just root for the Colorado Avalanche, and we, could don't, we don't have to worry about Tampa winning another cup. Okay. Here's the thing. 
I'm glad the Rangers lost. And I thought it was a stupid statement that you made. Honestly, I called you on it immediately. I said, are you really an Islanders fan? Because you never root for the Rangers under any circumstance. Why would you root for the Rangers? Because Tampa was two Stanley Cups and a trip to the finals away of matching the Islanders' record of 19 straight playoff wins? Okay, I'm I don't sorry. care about 19 straight playoff wins for the fucking millionth time. You've but said that's, what it, that's what it is. The only that's thing correct. that matters is Cups. It doesn't matter the freaking three extra series wins. That doesn't matter for shit. All that matters is the Cups, Grump. The Cups. It's 19, cup. it's 19 straight playoff wins. 19 okay. straight playoff wins. I know it's a record, but guess what? The Cups are what matters. Okay. So Tampa Bay would have to win this year's Cup and next year's Cup. That's not happening. If they win this year's not. Cup, I think it's more valuable than the four Cups well, we here's won. Here's the thing. Bottom before. line, bottom line, as an Islander fan, you never root for the Rangers. I'm just trying to educate you because you come off as really being stupid when you say things like that. Here we go again. Back down that rabbit hole. Anyway, we're going to agree to disagree um, on that one. It doesn't matter. Hey, people, um, tell me if TJ's right or wrong. Get get wrong, 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 wrong. Whenever you hit the cup, wrong, 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 wrong. That's what it's going to be. Um, no team has ever won a cup with a player making ten million plus a salary. I believe it. I mean, ten million is over an eighth of the salary cap, and a lot of times, if you've got one player making ten million, you usually have another who makes ten million or close to it. So okay, that's going to change. I was okay. saying, as the cap continues to increase, that will change. That's correct. I mean, how much money does McKinnon make? I mean, I don't it's know. Nine and change, isn't it? I don't know. Mm. Long story short, I mean, I know McCarr makes nine and a half million dollars a year. What? So if you have ten guys making nine and a half million dollars a year, I mean, come on. I don't think that matters at all. Mm -mm -mm, grumpy. Mm -mm -mm. Um. I wanted to talk. I think we got derailed a little bit. You had also mentioned before I returned back, oh man, when you went on that monologue for a bit, when I was using the bathroom, I forgot what else you mentioned. Bruce Cassidy, you mentioned guys for Fiala and cornerstones. That's right. Cornerstone pieces and pieces that were valuable pieces that were, you know, we couldn't afford to lose. You said Anders Lee was one of those guys. Now recap that really quickly for the people who just have to because he's the captain, and if you trade him, they would lose that culture, the, the guy who epitomizes that culture. That's him. He's Mr. Culture. Really? The whole team is guys in their mid-freaking-30s. You're trying to, saying you need Anders Lee to hold this team together? No. Anders Lee, if you could move him, he's absolutely a guy that you get rid of. Absolutely. He's got, he's got the you, they don't say it's because of his ability. They never say it's because of his ability, what he brings, because he's the captain. I don't give two shits if he's the captain. He doesn't produce. Move him out. I'm sorry. I would not be opposed either, grumpy old man. If he would be, if he would be down to be moved, I would not be opposed to that at all. Here's the thing, though. It's completely up to his discretion. He's got complete pretty much control over that, right? I mean, like when Lou hands those items out, he hands them out like freaking candy. He's got the full no trade clause until the end of next year. And then it becomes a 15 team no trade list for 2014 through 2015 or 2000, 2025, 2024 to 2025, and then 2025, 2026, which is the last year of his contract. He has no say. And I guess that's how they rationalized it, where they said, oh, okay, gotcha. Later on down the road, we can trade him away and give up draft capital to get rid of him. But, uh, Yikes, man. I, you know, 
yeah, that's no. that's a guy where I don't I don't see any team lining up at the door. Again, he's got the full no trade clause. You'd have to be completely on board with wherever you want to go. Not going to happen. But he's not an invaluable piece to the team. We've said it before, and it was a hot take, and I'll say it again. Rip the C off of that jersey. Yeah, just I mean, right. he, yeah, he's he's not. You're not. You're not the future. We are trying to rebrand with a new coach, right? We're trying to change things up a little. We're not making drastic changes, but guess what? Matt Barzal, the guy who needs to perform, the guy who needs to step up in a big way next year, the guy who needs to step into being, hey, I'm elite. I am the freaking guy. That you need to put all your freaking money in him because if he's not doing it, guess what? Your team will not succeed. If Matt Barzal doesn't step up in a huge way next year and his point production's not up and you see him again, like things just don't look like they're clicking for him, you're in trouble. Simple as that. We had booked this guy as being an elite center, and I think he's got the talent to be an elite center. If he doesn't take that step to be an elite center, then you're back in a situation where you have two number two centers. That's right. That's right. Like I said, I, I, I to me, Anders Lee, sorry. Uh, you're just not good. When the reason why you're a cornerstone is because you're captain of the team, that's just stupid. What the hell does that even mean? I want guys who produce. That's what I want. Guys who I can count on every night. That's what I want. I don't want a guy who can't skate, won't play defense. Guess what? He'll put up points when he's afraid, you know, at the trade deadline. He wants to make sure some of his buddies don't get moved. So he's going to step up. And then he goes back into a coma that he was in the whole year. Yeah, sorry. That's not a guy I want as my captain. That's a captain of a losing ship. Get rid of him. He sucks. Put him Grumpy. on IR. Grumpy, you forgot, Grumpy. It was because his knee started to feel better, damn it, Grumpy. Yeah, he's so full of shit. He's fine. He was skating last May. They <laughs> thought he was going to be ready for the playoffs. And then he's into March, and he, you know, or he's into December. Oh, his knee is still bothering. Bullshit. Bullshit. Everything's a lie on that. It took a while to get his mental psyche back, Grump. Yeah. Right. I've come back from injuries before. It does take a while. It doesn't take months and months and months. And I'm going to say again, it takes me. It seriously does take about a month. For me, it took about a month or so. It's it easier matter. to come back in hockey from a knee injury because a lot of the time you're grinding as opposed to other sports where you're running, pounding those feet every single step you take. Totally different. Totally different. You point, trying to count to 20? I know it's a struggle for you. Rebound no, no, no. I, I, I don't know what they were talking about. He's always, I don't know, he's looking at something. I don't know what he's looking at. I don't know what he's talking about. So, you know, what the heck? Okay. I don't know. So, you remember how he went on that really hot stretch after the playoffs? Do you want to take a guess, right? I wonder if the last 17 games of the season, if his knee started to flare back up again and he started to lose that confidence in the knee. The last 17 games of the regular season, he accounted for three assists and three goals. Six points in the last 17 games. So go. I wonder if the mental psyche got all discombobulated. Yeah, again. like I said. He got hot right at the trade deadline when a lot of players got hot on our team to start winning a few games and say, no, we got to keep this core together. We're going to fight for the players in this room. It's funny. Last 17 games, six points in the last 17 games. Like I said, two weeks before the trade <laughs> deadline came, two weeks before the trade, a whole bunch of those veterans started picking their game up, Brock Nelson included. And then as soon as six freaking points in the last 17 games, this is the guy who plays on a top six role for you plays on a first freaking line power play six points in the last 17 games because he sucks because he's average. So he, you know, two weeks before or a week before the trade deadline, 
He starts picking his game up. Nelson starts picking his game up. Bailey starts. All these guys start picking their games up. All the vaunted veterans, right? And then as soon as the trade deadline, nobody, we believe in this core. Look at this. Because Lou Lamarillo is so freaking old and washed up. He's like, I didn't remember what they did the first part of the year. Well, look at them now. I believe in them. And as soon as he doesn't make a deal, what happens? They go right back in the tank where they were the whole year. Sorry. That's on the GM. <laughs> do you want to take a guess what his because right we never did I don't even care all i know is he sucks i don't even need to look at stats to know that he blows i don't he's average his name is average anders for a reason he's an average hockey player who makes an above average salary with a ridiculous no trade clause and he's just an average captain too because we know he's bl he's blackballed players in the organization before that's not the guy i want as a leader of this team did that with Josh Hosang. Here's the thing. Josh Hosang didn't pan out. Josh Hosang probably wasn't good enough. He a correction. He wasn't good enough to play in the NHL. People always say, well, the Islanders rushing Josh Bailey really affected his growth as a player and affected him. Right? If you use that same ideology, you could you could argue the same exact point with Josh Hosang. I'm not going to do it because I don't argue that point with Josh Bailey. Josh Hosang had talent, wasn't good enough to stick it out as an everyday NHL. You know, just plain and simple. Right, no doubt about that. He did. He did happen to get a little. He did get. Did happen to get a little bit of an issue there. Josh Hosang in the locker room that we do understand was Anders Lee confronted coach about. But again, have no idea what it was, how serious it is, etc. That being said, during that trade deadline push, twenty points. Anders Lee had forty nine points or forty six points on a year. Twenty points came in a fourteen game stretch. Yeah, no kidding. That's what I, I told you at the time it was, it was happening. Game in a 14-game stretch. Was his knee just not feeling good then? Uh, we need to go ahead. When we have the people on this summer, Grumpy, who called us crazy, who said, oh, you don't know what you're talking about that with the knee injury, because I, I'm calling Phil's facts out. Phil, you better come prepared on that one, Phil. It wasn't all Phil. Mistake. It wasn't Phil. Phil it was did it, too. Phil did no, it, too, Grumpy. Phil did no, it, too. It wasn't, it wasn't Phil. Two points in 14 here's games. A, here's then the thing. an ice cold in the last 17. Here's the thing. I called it as it happened. I called it as it happened. Uh, he was lazy all year skating. He would not skate back and play defense. All of a sudden, a week and a half before the deadline, he's hustling back and forth. It's no, It was noticeable. It was noticeable because we called him out earlier in the year for not coming back and back checking, you know, being lazy and slow. Then all of a sudden, a week and a half before the deadline, he's hustling up and down the ice. Nobody gets dealt because that's what he wanted. That's what he was hoping for, to keep everyone back together, keep a bunch of uh, losers back together because we've never won anything, never won anything ever with this group of players. Not one thing. Never won anything, okay? Never won a division title, never won a conference title, never won a Stanley Cup. Great. Those are not guys you keep together. And then as soon as everyone was kept together, <laughs> Not hustling back on the defensive end. Same stuff. That I mean, like I said, those are guys I, I don't want I don't want a guy like that as my captain. You know who I want as my guy as my captain? The guy with the end of the year was so pissed off that everybody else was dogging it out there that he was he was fuming and calling them out without mentioning names. That's right, Matt Barzell. Absolutely. That's the guy I want to invest in.
That sounds like something Matt Barzal did, Grumpy. But yes, 14 games, 11 goals, 9 assists. Grumpy, we are going to go ahead and read our ad read, get to some comments, because I know you have to make it to your light year movie. We might not get to all the comments. We apologize if we don't. We will be on this Saturday covering the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Colorado Avalanche in a live stream format. I know the Islanders aren't playing, but we'll get you some live streams, especially because, man, it's a Stanley Cup Finals. But hockey fans, this this ad to you, by the way, is brought to you by DraftKings, this, this podcast. Hockey fans, the pursuit for a Stanley Cup is on. And DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win. They get $100 in free bets, no matter what, win or lose. So you can bet on the Tampa Bay Lightning, or you can bet on the Colorado Avalanche, win or lose. Hey, as long as you put $5 on it, you can win $100 in free bets. If you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs, you can do just that with DraftKings Same Game Parlays. You can create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, which means uh, teams will win, uh, or, oh, like betting on which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. Uh, it's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code THPN and bet just $5 on any team to win. Get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes in the description for additional details. TJ, that was a new ad read for you, and you almost pulled it off. It was it was a consistent ad read that we did a lot of time, but I took a week off, and I, and I made a little mistake. Uh, Matthew S. saying, wow, really late. Sheesh, I know. It's TJ time. I know it is. David D. says, uh, I want to see what grumpy old man says about TJ. He gets stuck in the toilet seat. <laughs> he gets stuck to the toilet seat. Oh, no, no, no. Sal P. said, welcome back, fellas. Look at Sal Grumpy. Look at him here. The Giga Chad himself wearing the Grumpy's Groupies merchandise. You could find that in the link in the description below, Grumpy Old Man. That's where you can find a merchandise store. You could find the Grumpy's Groupie shirt that Sal's wearing. You could find this, the Enemy of the Cartel, which is the Grumpy Old Man doing a costume, a little cross check like that. That's right. Um, yes. Welcome back, though, Matthew S. Says, Thank you, Matthew. Veritas and Victor says, Rangers are done. Islander fans offseason can officially begin. Let me tell you something. Watch out for the Rangers going forward, though. I, we, we've gone over this before, man. I tell you, it's not <laughs> it's not bad. The Islanders They're are not. Young. The Rangers are, I'm sorry. The Rangers are not in a bad situation with the young core that they have. They're a team that could say, hey, we're we're you know adding solid defensemen, defensive defensemen away from being a team that could really make another run. Yep, agreed. So Starkin was fantastic. Uh, Drew L said, "Welcome back, TJ. Did you get the new setup, or did you move? Uh, yeah, we want up we want up moving. So that was I was that's another reason I was late today. So we had a, an event there with the lovely Paige, and uh, had to rush over and try to get the you know some of my setup here, some technical issues as we we're setting up. But yes, we're all good on that side. Veritas Invictus says, and thank you for noticing, Drew. Uh, Veritas Invictus says here, I hope Mitch Corn stays as goalie coach." Um, so do I. I think he's great. Yep. Uh, Frank K says the Avalanche have no goaltending. True. What you watching, True. Grumpy? I I just put on the last two minutes of the third period of this game, and it's going to go to overtime, Grumpy. So you uh, have to I'm going to tell you what, Colorado's in trouble. I'm going to tell you, Colorado's in trouble. Okay. Um, Paul W says, "Go get a sniper, please, Lou." 
I agree. John M says, good evening, gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, John. John. Oh, John, I forgot to mention this. I saw a message. John wanted me to tell you to wear the Auburn jersey, Grumpy, because they're going to the College World Series in baseball, Grump. I will wear the Auburn shirt tomorrow during the TJ and the Grumpy Old Man podcast. Eddie says, go Bolts. Vertus Victor says, Bruce Cassidy out in Boston. Shocking. Hockey coaches, they get moved pretty frequently. That's why when people are so shocked that Barry Trotz wasn't fired, I'm like, I said, coaches don't have an infinite lifetime with how neither do general managers either. Hate to be that guy, right? I know we've we've fallen on really tough times in the past, and now we're just starting to see a little bit of the light. But this is kind of what's expected from good teams and good franchises, right? They expect to be consistently in the playoff picture, and if they're not, they need to look other direction. Just to let everyone know, Pat Maroon just took a really dumb penalty right in the last two minutes throwing the puck out of the rink you know they weren't going to call anything they have to call that one the playoff hero of the last two years will he be the goat in game one let's find out the scapegoat that is well grumpy come on come no, the on goat. the Shut goat up. the goat okay back in Brian the old days you were a hero or you were a goat Hold on. A hero or goat? Goat is That's the greatest right. of all time. No, no. Goat used to be like, meh, like a freaking billy goat. Goat now, for people who use the word goat, it stands for greatest of all time. Because they're too lazy. Goat. If they're too lazy to say greatest of all time, I'm not buying in. You're a hero or you're a goat, period. You're just too old grumpy to keep up with the times. Hey, you know what? I'm sorry that people in today's age can't speak words. Brian J says Tampa in six. Frank K says, sounds like Trotz wanting to go home was buckshot. He wanted to be like Mike Milbury as a coach general manager. I'll be booing his ass when he comes back to UBS Arena. Oh, okay, so maybe he wants to have more control. My God. Tell me that wouldn't be a freaking colossal No nightmare. way. No way. It's tough enough already for the head coach to do his job, let alone to say, oh, here go. I'm going to be the general manager as well. I'm going to take two persons, two people's jobs, and I'm going to do it by myself. Uh, yeah, not Barry Trotz. I'm sorry. Paul W. said, yeah, the uh, the Flyers offered Trotz $7 million. He said, no. How funny is that? My gosh. Like I said, um, maybe it is Maybe it is a power thing. Maybe um, it's a power come on. thing. Ah, Grumpy, let's focus up. We two minutes left in the game. It's going overtime. I promise you. That I, I've seen in the future the game is going overtime. Matthew S. says, TJ, it's your fault. Tonight's baseball results so far and the hockey game turning quickly. Oh, goodness. David D. says, I really think we should trade Varlamov for a pick. Um, he would be a hot commodity. Lots of teams need goaltending, and uh, they could free up cap space, enough cap space to get a goal score. I was about to say, that's a guy that can be moved. That's a guy that can be moved. You could trade Simeon Varlamov. You could free up cash space and get some draft capital back in return, which we desperately need. Those are two things we need. We do not need a backup goalie making more than our starting goalie. We don't need a guy who plays 30 games a season to be making $5 million a year. Simple as that. Very true. Yep. Drill says, now Cassidy is in Vegas. Uh, smart hire for them short term. I agree. Agreed. Thank God the Rangers are gone, says Matthew S. Brian J says, they need to sign Johnny Goudreau or trade for Alex Debrindicat. I don't, uh, are they shopping Debrindicat? Debrindicat, uh, yes. Debrindicat. Debrindicat. Sorry. Yes, they are. They are. Uh, they do have him on the block. He scores. Uh, yeah. He's, and he hustles. He plays ball. He plays both way player. A little, little short, a little short, but he could help. 
Paul W says, rest in peace, New York Rangers. Christopher C says, welcome back, boys. Nice hair transformation, DJ. Oh. I think that means my hair looks good today. You look like Gumby. Hair is kind of sticking up there, jutted up good. there. Good, good. I like that, Grumpy. If it's different and people like it, I'm good for it. Uh, Ariel C said, we're probably going to get Fiala and Chikrin. I don't think you get both. That's a lot. That's a lot. We're going to have to trade away. I'm just not sure we have enough. Um, if Lou does nothing and sign or and sign not a star and doesn't sign a star, he should be fired. Yes, I agree. Yeah. I, you can't have more of the same. You have yeah. to make drastic changes to this team. You have glaring holes, just like we said. Boston has work that needs to be done this offseason. The Islanders have work that needs to be done this season. Just like a lot of teams every offseason have work that needs to be done, we're one of those teams. If you don't make moves to make the team better, you should have just blown it up. That's what you should have done. Drill said, TJ just needs an overhead lamp. and then he's good. I just don't have my lights plugged in, so I'll get my lights plugged in next time. I just was in a rush. Um, an hour and a half late, and you – I was An hour and 45 minutes late, and you were too rushed. Okay. I was just in a rush, Grumpy. Uh, Veritas Invictus says, yes, was a very good hire for Vegas. I was wondering if Lou had waited, but we'll never know. Yeah, I don't. Maybe he's trying to make, that's a good point. Maybe he's trying to wait to say, okay, I'm the best option out here. You're going to have to give me a general manager position too. I don't know. I don't know if that's what he's asking for. You don't interview for head coaching jobs, three of them, if you're not planning on coaching again. Hell, I mean, how many head coaching positions are open? 10? I don't know how many. I assume it's like in a, in a double digits, low double digits, and you've interviewed with three of those teams. So you've interviewed I, with like 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 15 to 20% of the head coaching opportunities there are out there and you're not looking for a job? I don't buy that. I don't think I don't think it's that many teams with head coach openings. Oh, it's not even double digits? I don't think so. I mean, it does does it even matter? It's not. There's not double digit openings right now. There are not. Somebody do it for us and let us know. Sorry. Because uh, Grumpy wants to keep this moving. Veritas affixes. Yeah, okay. Um, Paul W. says here, I wonder uh, where Latang goes. I think he'll sign back with Pittsburgh. Matthew has said, don't be hating on Phil's facts. Phil. I'll be happy. We, Phil said the only day that works good for him is game six. If there's a game six, he'll be on game six with us. That'll be a fun one. If it, Hey, man, that could be. What, what Grumpy? Is that necessary? What? To have that film? Yeah, that necessary, really. <laughs> Alexander says, hey, guys, what's up? Hope you had a great vacation, TJ. Thank you, Alexander. Did, I did. Who is... Alexander, is that some? Is that an actual Miami Dolphin or somebody who's like, uh, what's going on there? I don't know. I can't see it, but if that's a Miami Dolphin, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm There's not up. picking them to come in second this year. <laughs> No, I think it's just somebody dressed up as a they dolphin. They just look like fans, and I think that's <laughs> Alexander. That dolphin fan looks like a maniac down there with his helmet all ready to go. Yeah. He's trying out. He's like uh, Vince Pompey, right? Who is the guy from uh, yeah, Invincible? Uh, Vinny, what? Uh, I don't know. You Vinny messed up his Pompey. name. Uh, Papal, now I, I, I know his name. If you wouldn't have said it and butchered it, I would have known. Next comment. Oh, my God. Papali. Oh, is it Papali? I, I don't. Yeah, I don't know. When you mess up a name so bad that and I can't remember it. I think it's Vince. Oh, Pauly. Invictus was the movie about. Uh, that was the movie about with Nelson Mandela about the rugby. So I got the movie wrong too. Invincible, I think, is what it is. 
<laughs> oh my god i don't know I, I you know one thing we haven't missed on grumpy is me not knowing what's going on with the uh, with with uh with media <laughs> no comment next comment hold on a second i'm pulling up damn it it's vince papali you're right that's what i said you got it you got it grumpy Okay, give me a sec here. I don't have my normal clicker, so you have to forgive me. Nick D says here, oh, Grumpy, don't worry about looking the clock. We'll get it. Uh, Nick D says, TJ Grumpy, how you guys doing tonight? Happy to see you. We missed you, Grump. Thank you, Nick. Nobody missed a Grumpy. Uh, Alexander says, welcome back. Brian J says, TJ, you're right. And I'll take that as TJ, you're right about everything. Thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. Trotz's ego is disgusting, says Frank K. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Drew, <laughs> Drew L says, and shockingly, Trotz still hasn't been hired somehow. Maybe the NHL knows what Grumpy knows about Barry. He sucks. He's he's a one trick, he's a good regular season coach, and he is. Scott L said Barry Trotz said no to a seven million dollar a year contract from Philly, and he bought a house in Nashville. Maybe he wants to go back there. I don't think they take him back. He never won anything there either. If Lou Ch it trades his first round, then we riot. I'm telling like, you, he's going to. It's almost I. I put that right. Nobody knows what he's going to do. I just have that freaking gut feeling. It's like a throw throw the remote moment. Bam! Throw it. Could you imagine we get prep? We do all this research. We have a live stream during a draft, and it's like the Islanders are up at number thirteen. We have a trade to announce. The Islanders have traded away their first round pick. Oliver Wallstrom, next year's first round pick. Atu Ratu, everybody worth the value for Kevin Viala. I mean, for it the wouldn't be something I'm obviously being you know, hyperbolic, but still. For the piss ant. Mm. Brian J says F trots. Take it deep. And the Flyers also hired or also hired Tortorella. Or could they hire Tortorella? Such a bad hire for them. I don't think he, they hired Tortorella yet, did they? I know he was in running. Don't know. Don't know. I didn't get anything on that. I didn't get anything on Tortorella either. Uh, hold on. Are they, oh, okay. The Flyers are to hire John Tortorella. Expected to hire him? Um. Uh, yeah, the, the Flyers to hire John Tortorella's next head coach. He said, okay. what this is, I just Google searched it about 12, 13 hours ago. This is, again, there's still, I don't think it's official yet, but it looks like the writing is on the wall at these type of items. Breaking news. Oh, Kevin Weeks put it out there. I'm told the Flyers have offered their head coaching position to John Tortorella. More negotiations required for a deal to be completed. Okay. All right. So they're apparently heavily... I'll tell you one thing. John Tortorella. Oof, I'm never a big fan of him as a coach. I do not like John Tortorella as a coach. He's very short-term. Yes, absolutely. Um, Brian J said, I heard Pasternak wants out. He's not going. Imagine anywhere. how expensive he'd be. Yeah. You talk about expensive players. That's a guy who's a top, that's a guy who's top. What do you say? Top twenty, top twenty-five player in the NHL. He's really good in the regular season. Not so good in the postseason. Okay. Frank K says Trotz wants full control of whatever team he goes uh, to. Hell, he won't get hired. Then he will not get hired. A drump. Word is that Tortorella wants to be included in on GM duties now or down the road, or Trotz wants to be included on GM duties now or down the road. That's why. Um, that's why. Yeah, that, yeah. That you he will not get hired if that's his demand. Mm. Sit on a bench. Um, Matthew has a leaky bladder, but get him straight, Grumpy. Eddie says, "I love you, TJ." 
but you got to see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Brian Gaines there saying, uh, Brandon Gaines, I'm sorry, saying, uh, in addition to Boston, I think Washington has a chance to miss the playoffs. Their core is older than ours, and uh, their goaltending is garbage. Um, they're still younger than we are as a team overall. They have younger guys in the lineup, and they beat us out by 16 points this season. So that's how they're a good I playoff team. They're a good regular season team as well. Hall of Fame caliber players are one of those, those are, there are those type of players that even until they're, as long as they're not playing till they're 44 years old, most Hall of Fame caliber players can still play at a very high level, even into the mid to late 30s. A guy like oh, Alexander Vetchkin is one of those. Yeah. Still pretty good. Still pretty fantastic good. shot. I mean, hell, he still almost won the Maurice Richard trophy again this year. The guy is an unbelievable shot. That's not going away anytime soon. The guy is a physical monster. He's a guy who trains like a maniac out there. Eventually, time will catch him. I don't think it catches him next year. Nick D said, did hear that the Canucks announced, uh, did you hear what the Canucks announced the other day? They want to change the culture of the Canuck um, from being a country club. Too bad Lou can't do the same. Here's the thing. The next GM who comes in will change the culture. He will. I'm telling you what. If they hire a new GM, all one of these fat cat players, they're all gone. Every single one of them. Every single one of them. And Lou's not going to be here to the end of some of those contracts. He just won't. Vancouver, speaking about them really quickly, they've got a lot of talent on that team. They do, right? When you talk about a team with talent, right? They don't have the right pieces, though, and then they definitely don't have the right coach. They didn't have the right coach. I mean, Green was a bad coach. Uh, you he, know, he was let go in oh, season. Better. Go ahead. Well, isn't it? Um, was it Julian or, or uh, Boudreaux? Green was fired midway through the season. Or is it Boudreaux? Or, yeah, it's Boudreaux. I'm sorry. Bruce Boudreaux is the coach. You know, I, I'm sorry. I get my I get my Boston coaches confused. Um, and then uh, Paul W says here, "Where's the undersigned TJ?" I don't know if yeah. we're gonna put that up. I don't know if we're gonna put that up. We'll have to. I don't oh, know. We'll oh. try to work something out with the wife where we'll, we'll oh, figure. Oh, out. whoops! Crack that whip. <laughs> do 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 do. <laughs> oh man, we got, we're working something out. Or maybe we're gonna paint something on the wall. I don't Ooh. know. Whip it good. No, that's not happening. If she won't let you put the sign you up, you think, think I don't know. That's what I'm for. Maybe something on there, please. I don't know, Grumpy. <laughs> we'll get something on the wall. Maybe we can paint a mural. I'll say, hey, after you get home with your rotation, I need you to paint me a mural of all these Islander players. And as they, as one player gets traded, I need you to paint over that and readjust. Okay, the Whippy, let's go with the comments. Oh, I'm sorry. Grumpy, come on now. Brian J said, uh, yeah, I heard uh, that they want, or I heard, I don't know what that means. Um, Alexander says, guys, uh, I'm applying for the GM job, and I'm hiring Grumpy Old Man as a head coach and TJ as an assistant. I'd be I'd be the guy who would steal the spotlight from the Grumpy Old Man, that's for certain. That's for certain. Um, I heard there was no truth to the Wallstrom thing, and Lambert likes him. I hope that's true. So I hope I. that's true. But what does Lou think? And here's the thing. With Lambert being a first-time head coach, does he have as much pull as a guy like maybe Barry did? Um, well, I heard Kane could also be on the radar. Patrick sure. Kane, Grumpy. Oh, okay. Patrick Kane. No, he's too old. He's too old. Sorry. I like Patrick Kane. Still really good. I don't want to invest in a guy who's 33. Don't want to do it. Thomas B. said trade Lee. He's got that no-trade clause. Um, who's the next Leo Komarov? 
LOL. That's who we need to draft. Um, we don't want any third liners for certain. Fiala should be an option D or E for the Islanders. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on him at all. Randy Gaines says, what if it doesn't take a first rounder or Wallstrom or Bavillier to acquire Fiala? Minnesota lacks leverage financially. Yeah, if it but doesn't they, take that much. Hey, if it's a second round pick and let's say a guy, it's not okay. going to be though. Okay, but there are other teams who have can offer Minnesota way more than we can. Way more. Yes. And I understand, right, Minnesota's kind of with their back against the wall, but Fiala is one of those guys who I think is very highly regarded amongst the NHL, despite what Grumpy says. Very highly regarded, and he's going to have a market, whether they're in financial trouble or not. It's the same thing like a good general manager doesn't trade away a guy like Devontae's for two second-round picks. A good general manager doesn't trade away a guy like Kevin Fiala for two second-round picks, Let even if they're up against the cap. For all, these, every, all the years that Minnesota's played us, do you ever remember Kevin Fiala doing anything against a team that played defense? The answer is no. I didn't even know he played for them till the end of the year. I'm like, oh, Kevin Fiala, what's all the hubbub about this fucking clown? This pissant. <laughs> uh, the Islanders 91 says, not top four, but who is our top five or who is our five six pairing? I think hopefully Robin Sallow and a guy like Mayfield. And Scott, and Scott Mayfield. Yep. Absolutely. If you if you keep Salo right, if you don't have to trade him for Chikrin, that's a guy who's in there. I think as your la your bottom pairing defenseman. Uh, Brett W says, speaking of Tavares, since the Leafs are in cap hell, uh, do you think they'll trade him? No, I don't think so. He's like, honestly he's a guy with the contract he has. I I'm not sure many teams are jumping on that contract. He's still valuable right now at the contract. He will not be later on. He's worth his money more than Anders Lee is worth his money. I I'll do agree that. with that. Trading to John, Tavares, John Tavares. John Tavares makes other players better. Anders Lee does not. Trading to four is a mistake. It depends on what you get back. He's not a he's not a Brian J said no on trading to four. Matthew S said no on trading to four. Um, and then Mike C says here, keep trading the prospects. We have no farm system. That's right, you Mike. Know, what? I said that's right, Mike. But he's talking about that's why we should not trade. I know. I know. Okay. I, he's he's right. We shouldn't be trading the prospects. If he's required to make a trade to bring in a younger guy like Kevin Fiala, I'm not. Okay. Uh, no. Make it somebody else because I don't want I don't want the piss and period. I don't want him at all. <laughs> Jeremy Ford said the five six defenseman pairing is going to be Potman tomorrow. Good evening, fellas. Happy Wednesday evenings. Have a great show. Third pairing haha, is likely to be Sallow and Mayfield. Absolutely. Yep. Jeremy um, always smart. Uh, I would trade a second rounder in Bodie Wild for Jacob Chikrin. Hey, if they're willing to take something that low, I'd jump on that because we know that Bodie Wild has zero future with us here. Didn't even play in a Swedish elite league last year. So just take that with a grain of salt. Played in the, the tier underneath. Um, wasn't even on the top line. So he's got a long way to go. Brian J says, trade Brock. He's not wor He's not with Barry anymore. He's not gonna. He's only going to score 20 goals now. You're going to see Matt Barzell getting more ice time than than Brock Nelson. As he should. Yep. Brett W says, throw in Josh Bailey. Yeah. Maybe trade down and keep getting picks. If somebody falls to you, select the best player available, even if that's a defenseman, which I know Grumpy doesn't then, agree with me in. Then try to trade up. Okay. A, a forward is going to drop as opposed to a defenseman. Probably. Uh, Brandy Gaines says here, would you be cool uh, with the top four of Pellick, Dobson, Sallow, and Pulak? I think Salo's skill set is a bigger complement to Pulak rather than Mayfield. Um, 
Salo's not ready for that type of ice. Maybe time. he can grow into that. I don't. I didn't see not next year. I didn't think he's a guy who could move into a top four easily. He's a guy who probably on a good team, right? He's a bo- he's a bottom pairing defenseman, and maybe he's in a spot to where if somebody gets hurt, he could step up and play top four for a few months as an injury happens. But that's not a guy yet. I feel comfortable saying I want you if you're trying to compete, and I say you're playing top four. Um, Jeremy Ford says here. I, I'm sorry, Grumpy. Go ahead and respond. No, no, that's fine. That's fine. Jeremy Ford says, totally agree about trading the pick. Uh, TJ Dobson took a bit of a drop uh, regarding his draft class, and it's not a pick that you want to miss out on. True. Yep. <clears throat> Don't trade first round picks. Yes, throw in. Yep. Uh, Sallow is in the farm, says Ken, Ken R. Yeah, absolutely he is. Um, at least at least Holmstrom is four uh, 4.25 million cheaper and could skate better than Bailey. No, Bailey's a better skater than he is. He they totally unimpressed. I mean, totally unimpressed by Casper Holmstrom. Totally. Alexander says, "Hey, Grumpy, watch out, Sir Holmstrom or Simon Holmstrom was a first round pick for a reason." Yeah, because we had our heads up our asses when it was our turn to pick. Um, and then uh, Allen's ninety one says, "Contract year for Mayfield. I'm expecting a better season than last year for him. I thought he played well last year, uh, or he had struggled a bit. But I mean, he's a guy whose contract was extremely valuable. There's no way we will be able to re-sign him back next year. Just not going to no happen. No way." He's going to make too much money, and he deserves to get paid. And I hope yep. he does get paid. Jeremy F. said, as a professional, I hope he gets paid. He's been earning freaking pennies his entire career playing yep. <laughs> playing like that. $1.45 million a year for what he's produced. Unbelievable. What a real deal we've had. Jeremy F. says here to me, Mayfield doesn't come across as the kind of player that will change his effort, whether it's a contract year or not. I would love to keep him, but if the right offer is there, you got to let him go. Um. Agreed. I think he's going to get paid. He'll get paid next year. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, he's always a guy who puts 100% effort in. Absolutely. So, um, Alex H. says, would you guys trade for David Posternock? He's going to cost an arm and a leg and maybe some toes and fingers. The arm and leg, toes and fingers, probably a kneecap, anything and everything. Your spinal column. He's going to be expensive, man. Really expensive. Um have, they're not trading him for nothing. And if that's the case, I'm not, we don't have the ability to do that. Not, not and keep our team somewhat, you know, out of, out of the gutter going forward. Yeah. Grump, uh, you got to show, I got to show that players that, okay, gotcha. About the 10 million over a year or 10 million player or $10 million contracts, not winning a playoff or not winning a cup. Jeremy F said, it would be nice if Wilder will Duke make some big strides this year to make Mayfield more expendable. I don't think they like Wild, and Bull Duke did not step up, so who knows? Remember how we said that they would be more than happy to trade a guy like William DeFore? I think if Bodie Wild had value, I think they'd be more than happy to trade a guy like Bodie Wild with what happened this last offseason about not getting his COVID shot. He bought um, the system. They don't like that. Nope. You don't comply. Don't like it. That's right. Uh, the Islanders 91 says, Mayfield needs to read your comments and get fired up to prove you're wrong. It's a win-win. Uh, if not, I like Sallow. Um, Scott L says, could you see Varlamov being traded to either Toronto or the Devils? Why not? I'd, I'd move him to Toronto in a second. Yeah, it would help Toronto out. But if it's anything to facilitate a trade to bring in William Nylander, I'm all for it. I'm Nyl- How about Mayfield and Varlamov for Nylander and even throw in a second-round pick? They, I mean, I don't know. They, we'd have to have some money coming back this way, 
honestly. Yes. Um, make the deal work. Yeah, but I mean, I'm willing to do that. Whoever gets the best player wins those deals. Alexander says, I think you can get a late first rounder for Varlamov. I don't know about I that. think about what Marc-Andre Fleury. Marc-Andre Fleury is a rental. What do you go for a second-round pick? Marc-Andre Fleury is a better goalie than Varlamov. Varlamov still does have a year left of contract. Term still left, so maybe a little different. Um, ooh, Drew Alley said he sent me something about the athletic. I'm sorry. I didn't have a chance to read that, Drew. I'll look at it later. Um, I wasn't sliding Mayfield. I'm just suggesting he gives it his all, all the time. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'd love what he brings to the ice. And when paired with a complimentary partner, he's more effective. Absolutely. Alexander says, not true. Mayfield, Grump, he's coming off of an injury. So he can resign Mayfield for cheap. Yeah, no. $1.45 million cheap. I think and Alexander in that picture has been taken. He should be wearing a helmet when he's doing those headbutts. I think he should headbutt the guy from behind. Boom. Um, he says here uh i think a defenseman sallow uh isn't ready to play we 16. need we need oh, a defenseman. defenseman i'm sorry uh i don't think Sallow's is ready to play 16 17 minutes a night i agree ariel once again spot on alexander says hey nhl 22 fiala is a superstar x factor grumpy okay uh-huh. that's all you need to know uh if we got chickering back uh, on the back end, uh, it would be one of the best in the league. And then if you get Fiala or Debrincat, uh, we're rolling. Debrincat. Debrincat. You can call him Debrincat. That's fine. <laughs> I just, I'm just not sold on Fiala. Now, Debrincat, uh, I'm for him. He's a smaller guy, but he's max effort. I mean, and he's he scores in crunch time. I'm just not a Fiala fan. We don't have enough to trade for both of those guys. It's just, I, I, like, I, I really okay, think there could said, be one. Man, oh, what? nothing. I understand what you're saying. Yes. Yeah. The Brinkhead is going to be too expensive. Like when I look at it, I think viably we have, if we want to keep somewhat, Hey, we're not going to completely mortgage off everything we have in a farm, which is already depleted to begin with. We have about a room to make one trade for a playmaker, either on a defensive side of the puck or the offensive side of the puck. And you could sign a free agent has to be, I think those combinations this off season. Got to trade away players. Got to trade away Varlamov. Got to free up some cap. It can be done. You can't do it poorly, though. Um, chop it up. Put it on the bulletin board anyway, says Allers91. And then the Islanders are worst scouting in the league. I don't know about that, Brian J. I mean, they did get Atu Ratu, but I mean, it was almost a no-brainer at that point, in my opinion. But they have had some bad picks in the past. That's the um, Lamarillo's coaching staff. Uh, scouting staff. Uh, Frank says, hi, TJ Grumpy Old Man. Miss you guys. Hi, everybody. Frank. What's up, Frank? How are you? Um, I trade Mayfield this offseason if it got me uh, Kalen Addison. Plus. I don't think they're going to move Mayfield. If they were going to move him, they should have moved him at the deadline. That's what they should have done. I had to look up Kalen Addison to make sure I was familiarized with his game. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, I mean, he's a guy. He played most of the year in the A. I'm not sure. We're looking to compete now. They're not going to move for a guy like that. I'm not composed. Um, Kyle McLean. McLean. Kyle um, and then uh, Lou does all the scouting, so we're, <laughs> we're done. Um, Matthew, I said Die Hard. I really hoped you watched that movie Die Hard, TJ. I have seen Die Hard. Um, Thomas B. said, Gents, if Minyokov, Minyokov uh, is still important. What? Minyokov. Minyokov. Is still on the board at 13. I jump at the chance. Pick the best player. But that's the same thing I say, too. It's the same exact. I, I think that that's the defenseman. If I'm not looking at Korchinski, I'm not looking at Matt and Yuck. I'm looking at Pavel Minyokov. 
That's the only defenseman that in that range I say, yes, sign me up for. Big defenseman, moves well, agile. Again, offense, he's got the offensive ability also as a big body, plays defense. Plays in the OHL as well, Grumpy, so he's not playing in the run-and-gun queue or anything like that. I'm not opposed, Thomas B. Um, Alexander says, yippee ki mother effer. And Die Hard ain't a Christmas movie. It is it's a Christmas not, movie. It's not a Christmas movie. Sorry. Uh, Daniel said, if we make a hockey trade, I'm all in on Pierre-Luc Dubois. Uh, he's an excellent two-way center. You can move Brock Nelson to Barzal's left wing. Ugh, Brock Nelson on the wing. No. No. Um, I love that baby, though. There he is, Grumpy. There he is. Once again, Grumpy, where did you find this guy? John McClain. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to believe. Um, how about Joel Exon uh, or Joel X uh, Joel Erickson? Erickson. Grumpy. No, no, I, I no. No. Uh, Frank there saying here, is it a basement? Is TJ in a basement office? No, this is just a spare room. Um, so no basement office. Um, Johnny Goudreau is going to the Penguins. I hope not. Well, then I guess that means that they're not going to sign um, Malkin and maybe even Latang. I don't know. I don't know. That's a, I don't know about that. Uh, Ariel C says, I wasn't too high on Fiala at first either, but he's definitely an upgrade over what we've got. And he hasn't, and he, and he hasn't played with anybody like Barzal. So, uh, you know, he didn't play much with Kirill Kaprizov. Yeah. He also didn't get any of the, uh, other teams, top defensive forwards playing on him either. That helped. Um, here's the thing. And he is, he's an upgrade over, uh, what we have, but to me, you sign a free agent there and you trade for the defenseman. That's that's what you got to do. There are no top-notch left-shot defensemen available in free agency. They just aren't. Mm. Um, I'm going to come in here. David D says here, Johnny Gaudreau is going to the Penguins or the Devils. I hope not. Um, uh, yes, Grumpy Man, I want Johnny Hockey. Don't trade it with the 13th overall pick or Bellos or Wallstrom. They didn't get a fair try there with Trotz. True. Uh, black phone looks great. Can't wait to see it either, says Ariel. Yep. Um, black phone. Ryan J says, is D cut in the movie given the kiss with Buzz Lightyear? Or I Lightyear? have no idea. But I have no idea. We'll I find out tonight. D cut make an appearance. Michael T says, what's up, TJ? What's up, Grump? How are you guys? Do I hope you guys are both doing well. Thanks, Michael T. We're doing well. Love the picture. Um, Grumpy, the town's mayor. Uh, that's how. Uh, Grumpy's the town's mayor. That's how he gets in the movies for free. True. Oh, gosh. True. Uh, I'm so excited. My daughter and I are seeing Paul McCartney tomorrow night at Mike Life Stadium. Like Bart Scott said, can't wait. I heard he can't sing anymore either. Really? He's freaking McCartney. 80 years old. Wow, he's 80. Let me ask you this. Why the hell does he really need the money that bad? He's still going on tour? I I I don't think so. I mean, but he's 80. His voice is not the same. It's not. I guess, I guess a Barry can't gamble with his older vets in Vegas now. Big sad. Yeah, there you go. Alexander says, TJ, we know you don't watch movies. Grumpy, go see Jurassic World. It's awesome. Oh, Alexander, I saw it. I thought it was terrible. It, it was the worst of all the Jurassic Park movies. By far. Is, is Lou Lamarillo going to offer sheet somebody this summer? No. Nope. No way. Two movies you got to see in theaters, Maverick and Jurassic World. Maverick, yes. Yeah. Jurassic Park, no. Watch The Northmen. That's on uh, Peacock Network right now. 
Okay. Michael T says, I guess oh, Vegas didn't think too much of Barry Trotz. Not if they not if he wants all the power. What's he? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No. Sorry, Barry. Talk about overplaying your hand. What happened to the game? Colorado won in overtime. Yes. Colorado wins game one. Did they strike in game one, Grumpy? They're in trouble. Uh, they're, Tampa Bay is going to win that series. Okay. No doubt in my mind at all. It's sad about Bellos and Wallstrom uh, to call it because uh, they really have to treat this upcoming season as the rookie years. It's a damn shame. They're going to get a legitimate shot this year, which is all you want as a player. They played well under Lane Lambert for three games. Brian J says the Islanders are not making the playoffs next year, Grump. I'm not committing to one thing, one way or the other yet. The offseason has not happened yet. Uh, Michael St. CRY says, nothing wrong with a homosexual kiss. There are LGBT uh, hockey fans and movie fans out there. There are boys and girls who know they're not hetero. My problem with that is you're Disney and you're marketing a movie to five and six-year-olds. Stop pushing a social agenda, period. Yeah, I don't think they even notice. I I could care less if, if anyone's gay or not. I care less. Stop stop trying to push an agenda, though. Should not be doing that. It's a movie marketed for children. Don't do it. Yeah. Uh, Michael T says, any gossip rumors about Trotz? Yeah, we covered that already. Uh, John Torello, the next head coach in Philly. Um, gossip about the fat egghead. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> Trotz can take it deep with Chara's stick. Noah W says here, do you think that the lineup is still set in stone, or do you think that Lambert will give guys that were in bad faith a chance, i.e., you know, Sallow, Bellows, et cetera? I think they're going to have more of a chance, yes. Yes. And I, they're I'm not sure have, how extensive. We won't know until he's head coach. They're going to have to shake things up on the roster. Have to do it, which will mean that they're going to have to change the lines up. Yeah, man, man, my neck is sore as hell, Grump. Uh, but yes, um, now Barry can grow out his facial hair again. Barry used to have facial hair. He had a little mustache. Uh, did he really? Yeah, a little mustache. A little long ago. Yeah, that's right. He did. That's right in Washington. Yeah, he always had that. Phil had it as his little poster because he was, you know, slurping on the Barry teat. <laughs> I'm glad he's gone. Bye-bye, Barry. You're no job bastard, you. Philly Talk has. about overplaying your freaking hand. Philly's got too many young guys who's liking. Speaking of Philly, do you think that Carter Hart is the answer in that? No. Here's the thing, though. It's tough to say. The guy's no. been shelled. It's like a quarterback no. who gets sacked 150 no. times a year. No, 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 no. How many years in a row does he have to be bad before you can say no? How many? What's three out of four? He's been bad. No. Drill's comment. Philly should offer Barry free, free weight loss program and his contract in lobotomy. You no. have to have a lobotomy to go work for Philadelphia. True. No, F Philly. Uh, Michael T said the Rangers are going to have issues. I'd like to see us get Ryan Strome from them. No, he's going to get Ryan Strome's going to cash in this offseason. Andrew Kopp is a guy who I'd like. If I was going to get anybody from the Rangers, Andrew Kopp's the guy I'd want. Bill B says Trotz just bought a house in Nashville. It was a Nashville. It was in a Nashville Post yesterday. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. Um, I hear Nashville's a really beautiful place to live. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty fun town to be in. It's a party yeah. town, that's for certain. You see all the bachelorette and the bachelor trips. We're going to Nashville. We're going to sing in the country bars. Um, Drew out. Let me know when you need to go, Grumpy, and I'll wrap things up. So. Okay. Um, Drew Ellis says, "Why don't Why don't you just 
do like selective picks. Everyone's that says TJ's wrong, TJ's wrong, TJ's wrong, TJ's wrong. That's when we're talking about the Rangers. So you can scroll down about another 20. Trumpy, I'll let you read these comments and I will go ahead and try to sort through a few so we can make Didn't we'll Dustin Brown lose a C? No, he gave up his C to um uh no to grumpy read the comments right there. Oh, no way Char Green makes the team next season, right? Yes, 100 percent agree. Neither one's back. Oh shit here. I can read. I can read them. I'll pick out the ones that you know. Didn't dust. I rooted for Tampa until they faced the Rangers. Now I root for the Bolts because I only want to beat beat by the best. Yeah. Yeah, I see a whole bunch of those. Yes, the the Islanders. You know, yes, the Islanders should be there. Yeah, did Dustin Brown lose a C? Yeah, you can already gave it up to Kopitar. Not That's what best. a real captain does. That's what a real captain does. Yeah. Guess what? I'm not the marquee guy on the team anymore. I'll still be here to support. You're the man. You think you're going to see that from Anders Lee? Absolutely not. What do you think about that one? Um, Tyler Adele, Grumpy. You remember, you got to read it aloud. Tyler Adele, don't think anyone is taking Varlamov unless we retain 50%. I don't know I about think you're that. Wrong. But here's the thing. I'm willing to retain 50% to get rid of him. As long as you get a cheap backup. Oh, you, you can't retain 50%. The guy's still, okay, at $5 million, he actually has value left. Look what a good goal. He's a good goaltender. He's not elite, but he's good. Okay. Um, goodness gracious. At this point, uh, TJ has walked a marathon when it comes to bathroom breaks compared to Grumpy. To be honest here, Grumpy, um, is there a moment in the podcast where you need to use the bathroom? Yeah, but you know what? I'm able to control myself. For whatever a couple of hours, and then I'll, uh, you know, take a bathroom break. There you go, Grumpy. I'll let you read that. Man, this is from Alexander. Man, Paige cracking that whip. Whoops. There'll be no signs for you. Uh, Ron G said, uh, Tarasenko is in the last contract, last year of his contract. I just wish we rolled the dice on him last year when he was cheap. When he was, is well, he going to be healthy again? When we, we were all in, when we were all in, we wanted to do that to take the risk on him. When we were all in, Stanley Cup or bust. And what do we do? Nothing. Nothing, bust, and you're busted. Thank you. Michael T said, Get a fathead logo, TJ. Maybe yeah, I'll you do just that. put them up and take them down. That's right. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe I'll do that. Sorry, we're not going to get to every comment, but we got to keep it moving along. I apologize. Um, okay, we're actually here. Oops. Yeah, we're here towards the end, Grumpy. Look at that. Rob G says, what's up? Can't wait for October again to start. The Islanders are rocking the house. Tyler C said, who's better, in your opinion, uh, Fiala, Forsberg, Bertuzzi, or somebody else? Grumpy, I'll let you give the breakdown on each one of those players, you think. If I'm going to put them in order, and that's, of course, leaving out Goudreau, who's number one, I'd go Forsberg. Pissant and then Bertuzzi. I don't think much of Bertuzzi. Forsberg is good, but it does bother me that he was in a contract year. Now he's an unrestricted free agent. It's the first time ever he's averaged a point a game in a season was the year of the contract year. That does rub me a little bit, make me question. Tyler Bertuzzi is a guy who is more of a complimentary piece. I like Tyler Bertuzzi for a team that doesn't have grit and doesn't have guts. I think he's a guy who could provide a little bit. He's kind of like an Anders Lee-esque type player, more of a power forward, a guy who's not a fancy skater, a guy who's not a fantastic stick handler, a guy who will fight for pucks and be dirty, and he brings a little bit of that grit to his game. We're loaded with those. We don't need any more of those type of players. Um, you know, He does add a little bit of a scoring touch. Fiala, out of the ones you provided, is probably the one I like the best. That means piss ant. He's a piss ant. 
Um, Alexander wants me to show you uh, Igor Shosturkin's flops. Alexander, I don't have time. Grumpy wants to go ahead. We got to wrap this up. I was late. I apologize. Grumpy's got to run to the movies. Um, but guys, and Jurassic Park was the movie that I saw last week was Jurassic Park. Okay, gotcha. So you'll have to give us a report on Lightyear tomorrow, Grumpy. I will. On TJ and the Grumpy Old Man can be found in the link in the description below. Can also be found in the featured page on our YouTube channel, Grumpy. But what do you want to say before we wrap things up today? I want to say love and laughter to everyone who listens and even those who don't from TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. Absolutely. And thank you, Grumpy. Thank you, everybody, for showing up today. Thank you. We took a little bit of time off, but again, we appreciate the support on the time back that we've come back. Um, if you're new to the channel, we invite you to subscribe on YouTube, like on Facebook, follow on Twitter. And again, if you're one of the listeners, you've listened to this show for years, months, we invite you to try out TJ and the Grumpy Old Man. It's a little bit more of a freewheeling podcast. We talk everything sports. We talk NHL, NBA, NFL, college sports, MLB, anything sports. And we have fan fights, too. I mean, it's the best of both worlds. It's kind of just all over the place. There's not so much structure. It's not just Islanders, right? We're in the offseason. Give it a try. Give TJ and the Grumpy Old Man a try. That's in the link in the description below. You can also find it as a featured page on a YouTube channel. It goes live on Thursdays, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on Sundays, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Sorry we didn't get to all the comments. Thank you again, Grumpy. Thank you for I, being an awesome co-host, Grump. We don't say it enough, but thank you, Grumpy. Thank you. And uh, just also, uh, for the fan fight segments, I, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention that Ar uh, Alexander gives us a bunch of those clips. He does. He does. And we also got Ice Wars now. There's a lot of good stuff. Ice Wars, yes. show. It's a great time. Grumpy and Old Man and I, we, we enjoy that podcast a lot. And I know a lot of the listeners of this show also enjoy that podcast. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you so much. We're going to see you, number one, tomorrow on TJ and the Grumpy Old Man at 9. The link in the description below. Or as a feature page on YouTube, we're also going to see you on Saturday when we're covering the Colorado Avalanche against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Maybe Andy Francis is going to be on the show. We'll have to coordinate what days work well, but I know it will be bare minimum, me and Grump. So we'll be there. We'll see you guys tomorrow and on Saturday. Thank you for tuning in, and thank you, Grumpy. My pleasure.